Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Hello, Hello Hangouts. How are you doing, Pam? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Edwin? Not too bad. <laughs> yes, this is episode one of Hello, Hello Hangouts, um, formerly called PH Balance. And long story short, someone already took PH Balance, and I'm very, very sad about that. <laughs> but we came up with a new name. Hello, Hello Hangouts. Personally, I honestly think Hello, Hello Hangout is like an upgrade. It is okay. Like it's, it. it's much more delicious. It is much more delicious. <laughs> that's because that's because Edwin, you're cra- you're always craving hollow hollow. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? Especially during a summer, uh, a summer hot summer Minnesota day. I mean, give me some shaved ice. Give me some con- sweetened condensed milk. Give me some red beans, and a smattering of fruits. I'm good to go. See? <laughs> and this is where I put my ancestry to shame. I'm not a fan of Hollow Hollow. <gasps> I know. I know. But I do like hanging out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What are you talking about? I, I, think it's, I think it's the texture of the beans and the squiggly, the jelly that they sometimes use. You know, those See, long I... pieces of clear stuff. A Filipino will, will will every Filipino knows that there's more than one kind of hollow hollow. There is. There is. And some hollow hollows are good. Some hollow hollows are not so good. And the two things I think that makes hollow hollow is fruit, shaved ice, and sweetened condensed milk. Okay. And because <laughs> that's it. Everything else are just toppings at that point. I would have to I would have to try give Hollow Hollow a try again. Although yeah. it's kind of hard to find it in Minnesota, isn't it? Uh well, I mean you go to like places like a poise or I don't know if Manila Grill has it, but um some places do and some places actually have it that you would never really think they would have it. Mm, you know? okay. I think there's one in the midtown global market that actually has Hollow Hollow. I think I think once you know after this pandemic is over, we should go hunting for some hollow hollow. Oh, I am I am all for that. I am <laughs> all for that. And I will be on the quest of finding a hollow 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 that to... I actually like. <laughs> you know, we used to. I'll tell you this: when I was a little kid, and the first thing when I when I was fresh off the boat, as a you know, as it were, <laughs> you know, came off the plane, and I came here in in February. And there was snow on the ground in February. And mm-hmm. when we first saw snow, I distinctly remembered, I think it was one of my brothers that's like, let's make hollow hollow. There's so much snow. <laughs> There's so much snow. Guess what we were doing? Like it was it was the funniest thing. I think like when we like we went to we went outside, right? And we literally had like a can of like sweetened condensed milk in our hands, and <laughs> and just took it from our glove and just started to like put some sweetened condensed milk on there and like just like planted our face in, into snow. And I don't know if that snow was clean. I don't think we really cared at that I point. <laughs> I don't think you want to know. <laughs> 
um, but no, I I thought that I thought that you would be like you know remember that scene in the movie Cool Runnings, where they first see snow. I think it was Sanka, who rushed back inside the airport and just piled on all the clothes he had on. <laughs> well, and he was still he was still freezing <laughs> yeah i think we were still freezing i mean i still remember like coming out of the plane and, and there's like videotape of this somewhere but we like i got out of the plane and there were like my relatives like just handing us coats like just <laughs> handing us like these thick parka coats and you know they were hand-me-downs obviously but they were something there was something and i just remember I mean, yeah, I don't really, I mean, I don't remember how cold it was, but I'm sure it was really cold because I didn't even know looking outside when I was a kid outside the plane and I didn't know what the heck the white stuff was on the, <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> I was just like, what is that? Are you so. sure on the ground? It's the clouds are still underneath us. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. That brings back memories. I didn't oh, even okay, like hollow so. hollow, but you should try the other kinds. Okay. All right. Even like the base, the base model of Hollow Hollow, like vanilla Hollow Hollow. So this is gonna be like a <laughs> podcast, like EverQuest. Can Pam find a Hollow Hollow <laughs> that she actually liked? <laughs> You're gonna have to guide me. So, so do you those... like bubble tea? Huh? Do you like bubble tea? Yeah. Yeah. People put bubble tea on Hollow Hollow. See. Okay. So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to <laughs> try try it again. Yeah, telling you. So oh. I don't, so for those listeners that aren't familiar, so Edwin, you were born in the Philippines. I was born in the Philippines. And you came over here. You yes. Immigrated. Yep. And I was born here. Yes. I was born and raised in Minnesota. Have lived here all my life. No, have you been to the Philippines? I've visited. You visit. So you. So you've been there, like you smell well, the air. I of was Manila. there like twice. <laughs> okay. I was there twice. once when I was like, what, five or six years old, and then another time when I was a bit older. I'd okay. say when I was twelve or thirteen. Okay. So you've had experience in the Philippines. I okay. know. I know. Visit is overdue. My parents <laughs> know, and I'm pretty sure that they are listening right now. Don't worry, I will be there. <laughs> I, yeah, I for I've the last time I went to the Philippines, um, it was for my parents, and it was it was due through some you know family like medical issues and that sort of thing. And but you know it was one of those things where I used to go to the Philippines quite a bit. In fact, I'm the one amongst my brothers. I'm the only. I think I've been to the Philippines the most okay. amongst my brothers. It was like one of those things where when I was a kid, my parents wanted me to go back to the Philippines to, like, you know, like not forget my roots, that sort of thing, you know? And right. so, you know, I went around Davao. I'm from the Davao region. So okay. I smelt the air of Manila as much as, you know, how, you know, muggy and smoky and dirty that is but i've also smelled like salt air from the sea and 
realize that swimming in the ocean isn't really all that cracked up to be, especially if you don't have footwear. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. I mean, I've had... You've experienced both worlds. I've experienced it. So, I experienced both worlds. Um, I spent a lot of time in the rural areas. That's where my parents lived in the Philippines. So, I've been in the rice paddies. I've rode on top of a water buffalo. I, <laughs> you know, did the whole nine yards. And it's the funniest thing because every time I go back, you know, first two weeks, I can't speak the language, but all of a sudden... It, clicks and i'm speaking a language and then i come back to the united states and i'm having a tough time speaking english (laughs) so (laughs) you might get time for your brain to rewire to rewire exactly um yeah so that's where yeah so we are filipinos i'm 100 percent filipino i'm well Technically, I'm also 100% Filipino too, but um, but yeah, I'm I I probably uh, identify more as an American than I do as a probably. Filipino. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I I would say I I identify more. I'd like to say I identify more as a Filipino. Um, but it's one of those things where. I can't say I'm 100, like, I identify myself 100% because I grew up in the United States. I went to U.S. schools. I graduated from the United States, you know, specifically Mm -hmm. here in Minnesota. So it's, I don't, you know, anybody who comes to Minnesota will know the only people who are Filipino here, most of the Filipinos here are like nurses. (laughs) and or they come from and then they're or they are relatives of nurses and there's not that many here in the minnesota however it is growing in terms of uh population right which is kind of nice um when i was growing up here i was the only filipino in my school yep that's same for me (laughs) yeah right (laughs) and people thought i was mexican which was quite funny (laughs) it's like the misclassification yeah people started speaking spanish to me i was like what are you saying (laughs) (laughs) you know um so yeah i mean it wasn't it probably wasn't until like high school when i i found out there was another filipino running around the high school and (laughs) that was surprising to me i'm Edwin, you're the only Filipino that I know. <laughs> I, I'm not. I mean, I I'm, I was born a shy girl, so I wasn't really that you know social. Yeah. But I also grew up in a mostly white neighborhood, so I didn't know if there was any uh, Filipinos out there. The only exposure to um, other Filipinos were, thankfully, my parents were part of a filipino association i don't know which ones mm-hmm. those are the only times when you know i actually saw another person of the same nationality so you didn't me. you didn't have relatives living in minnesota um i did uh and but then they uh slowly uh moved to new jersey ah okay so you did okay yeah like my my relatives mostly lived here in Minnesota. 
Okay. If they weren't in the Philippines, they were here in Minnesota. I had like one aunt that lived out in DC. Mm. And we used to go on summer vacations to Washington, DC. And yes, I mean, it's one of the, it, it was, it's quite interesting to, you know, to see the ocean in mm-hmm. the, you know, on that, on the Atlantic side, because I, I remember my parents telling me, it's like, oh yeah, this is just like, you know, this is like, uh, in the Philippines, it's salty, you know? And then when I dove in, I dove in in a, in a pool of jellyfish. And, <laughs> yeah. And then I was scratching like most of the time. And my aunt, <laughs> who's the doctor, was, was like, we did do, you know, like she had like this like big bottle of like hydrocortisone. And, <laughs> you know, because she was a doctor, right? So she was practically like bathing me in this stuff. And, <laughs> you know, and we went. Well, and that was your initiation right to the ocean. <laughs> yeah, right. And I don't remember being in the ocean when I was a kid in the Philippines when I was still there. So that was okay. like my first like real like thought knowledge of of what the ocean was. <laughs> like first experience in sense. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Edwin, cool. um, you're, you are probably more well-versed with what's going on in the Filipino society in Minnesota. Yeah. Anything going on? That's yes. Worth noting? Yes, yes. Um, my old... Um, actually, it's not really my old... Uh, stomping grounds anymore because i you pam and i became members paying members of the cultural society of filipino americans the csfa the csfa of minnesota and i this is the this is the same group that my aunt founded along with several other filipinos in the 1970s Hmm. yes and she was a founding member in fact as Pam would know, every time I make a presence with this group, like half the people know me. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so, because I, I grew up with this group. This was, you know, again, my aunt's group. My parents made me join this group when I was a kid. Yes, I danced the Pamana. If anybody knows what that is, Filipino folk dancing. Yes, I did. I did a tenekling, and that was like a rite of passage, pretty much for every <laughs> Filipino boy and girl. Um, so, yeah, Pam and I became um, members of the CSFA, and every year the CSFA does a a fundraising event called uh, doing Christmas caroling. Yeah. This is one of the big highlights of the group. In fact, I did this, I think, for three years. And I've met really wonderful people by doing this. And I met just how big the Filipino community is in the in the Minnesota by doing this. Um, this year, they can't do that because yeah. of the Rona. And <laughs> so what they've done in lieu of that is they're looking for they were looking for families of you know who are down and out downtrodden having a tough time because of covid or they lost their job you know that sort of thing you know we've you know i've 
I know what that's like, so I I know what uh, you know some of these families are sort of going through. And I'm glad that CSFA is doing this. And restaurants are donating food, and you know how restaurants are sort of trying yeah, to stay afloat, right? Yeah, but they have, but they can still find, you know, the goodness of of Christmas or the holidays that they donated food and meals to the CSFA to give out to families who are in need. Um, I want to point out... Ah, let me see here. Where are my notes? I want to point out several of these uh, um, restaurants. Um, Apoy Minneapolis, which is a Filipino restaurant in South Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manila, Manila Grill um, in... It's St. Paul, I want to say. Both donated to this cause. And I got to tell you, some of this food looks really good right now. That they're showing. Don't, don't get distracted, Evan. <laughs> um, this is called CSFA's Pamaskong Handog Sanayon. And this is in lieu of caroling. And um, I don't know if they're still doing this, but, you know, I just want to give a shout out to those restaurants and the CSFA for doing such, you know, this sort of thing because it is needed right now. It's an awesome idea. It is a great idea. Um, and they did a caroling. If you go to the Philip, the CSFA MN.org site, which takes you to their Facebook page, you'll see these uh, postings. They also did, um, they also have some caroling, Yes, they still did caroling. I think they did it on Zoom. And yeah. <laughs> yes, it takes it brings me back to the days of when I when I was doing caroling with this group. Um, and there's a, plenty of familiar faces I see there. <laughs> um, that's still it's still caroling along, and I'm glad to see some of the founders are still there um, of the CSFA. They're still up and at and, and still joining in. Um, yeah, so that's what's going on in the CSFA. Um, it is the holiday season and they're doing their best to cope with the Rona. Yep. And yeah, um, hopefully, uh, hopefully 2021 will do, will be better. I know in the 2021, I think they've, they're the Pomana, um, event that they do I think every four years they were supposed to do it this year but now what I've been told with them is that they have postponed it till 2021 so hopefully I look forward to seeing that um, I mean I danced in it when I was a kid and um, it's a good event if you want to see like cultural Filipino and what that's all about you know go to that uh, we'll post some. Uh, we'll post the uh, the date and you know all the info on that later, because I think that's a one of the greatest events that that we can possibly do as a Filipino society is to showcase these like things that what Filipino is all about. Yes. So yes. And uh, and I believe that if anyone listening is interested in donating, I believe there is a link. Yeah, you could do that. Uh, I think it's via PayPal. Yep. So um, you can donate to the Cultural Society of Filipino Americans. They do need it. I mean, again, they lost their biggest, their biggest fundraiser. So 
And as far as I know, they will, they will always accept donations. So I don't oh, yeah. think there's any deadline. And so, it's tax deductible. I mean, they are a 501c3, so it's a tax deductible. So if you still need to make those donations before the end of the tax season, it's a good time <laughs> to do it. <laughs> good place Planet, to do it. The goodness of your heart, of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, so that's what's going on here. What's going on here? Um, what's going on in the Philippines? What is going on in the Philippines? Oh, I gotta tell you, because the Philippines is... Uh, Not good? Nerd. <laughs> yeah, the okay, like so... <laughs> Alright, so what happened in the Philippines? Um, hold on. Let By the way, Edwin, do we, have, do we have any, like, audio for, like... I gotta Trans put... I gonna okay. I was I was gonna do that, but okay, we're gonna yeah. This will evolve. I think this podcast will evolve to something a little bit more, you know, with different elements. But okay, all right. I just want to make just... sure we get this uh, how how hangout episode one up and running. Okay, all right, all right, continue. Boom. Okay, so what happened in the Philippines? Dun, dun, dun. All right, so apparently. So everybody knows, at least uh, during this time of this recording, that um, the first vaccines for coronavirus, COVID-19, are being distributed to first responders, nurses, uh, doctors, like medical workers, um, the elderly, in different parts of the United States, including, you know, and I think sometime next week it'll be here in Minnesota. What is happening in the Philippines? Are they getting a vaccine of some sorts? Apparently not. Because someone in the State Department over there kind of messed up. <laughs> and they were late to the game. Is what I was telling uh, Pam before, the, before we started recording here. Filipino time sort of got to them at this point in the United States. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yes, someone dropped the ball in the in the Philippines that um, back in September they missed the uh, they missed the um, a couple of a bunch of paperwork that they were supposed to to sign and everybody else in the United, in the in the you know who were doing the deal with the United States for vaccines already got theirs in but the philip but the philippines did not so they're delayed with their covid vaccines they were supposed to start getting it in in march from the united states but now they're not getting it until june oh that's not good yeah so <laughs> it's not good yeah, it says here that uh, this is from the Phil Philstar Global, um, philstar.com, saying that um, the deal with a drug manufacturer, Pfizer, for the procurement of coronavirus vaccines is still in progress. And the ambassador of the United States, Jose Manuel Romualdez, I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher these names, and I'm Filipino. Romualdez uh, said yesterday, and uh, the apparently what happened is that it's only pushed back to a later date of delivery, possibly June of 2021. Other countries got ahead of us, like Singapore. So Singapore's getting theirs first before the Philippines are. Um, 
You know that the deal with the drug manufacturer Moderna for the supply of COVID-19 vaccines in the Philippines is also in progress. So that puts, you know, they're not going to get theirs, you know, till June, apparently. Um, the health secretary um, said there was no dropping of ball on the negotiation to procure some 10 million doses of COVID-19 vaccines from Pfizer-BioNTech. There is no such thing as dropping of the ball because the negotiations are ongoing. Oh, God. Well, if you missed, if you didn't know how to fill in the paperwork back in September, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, that's, eh. that's very <laughs> concerning because I have, I have parents back in the Philippines. They're retired. Yeah. And they are of, you know, of the age where the vaccine will benefit them a lot. But now that this happens now i'm concerned yeah it is a little concerning i mean you know i've got family back in the philippines and i actually have an aunt that's in the philippines that is from the united states and she was she traveled with me the last time i went to the philippines and she has not come back ever since so because last time i traveled right after i got off the plane a week after covid hit and airports started to shut down. So, so was she like <laughs> stuck there because the borders were closed? She was stuck there. Um, she wasn't supposed to be slated to come back in the, in the United States till July. Oh, yeah, okay. that was the main plan. But COVID hit. She's still there, and <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and I'm, you know, it's. It is what it is, but I'm a little concerned about my my relatives there. Um, yeah. I even I have two I have family members there who are also nurses and doctors. Mm-hmm. You know, and one of them is actually working with COVID patients there in the Philippines. Yeah. So I am a little concerned about you know what happened here. You know, you know Philippine government. What happened? So, well, not to <laughs> not to cause any more alarm than that. Um, I stumbled upon um, I stumbled upon an article. This was published back in October seventh, but I honestly think that it's still relevant now. It says the Department of Health is to mount a mass immunization campaign as the Philippine risks a. Uh, a predicted measles outbreak in 2021. So also kinda... to control the current polio outbreak. Yeah. So you got polio, you got maybe measles, and a new virus. Yeah, but you know, the Phil- here's the thing about the Philippines is that there's always something going on. Like you know, I mean, they're in the rainforest. <laughs> you know. You know, pretty much. I mean, when I was there, it wasn't COVID that people were freaking out about. It wasn't, well, maybe they were freaking out, maybe the latter part when I was there. But back in 2018, uh, when I went back there in 2018, it wasn't COVID, it wasn't measles, it wasn't polio. The biggest, in fact, I was a little bit freaking out about this a little bit, is dengue. Dengue. 
Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And I remember when I was there, there were two people um, that were close to my family um, that died from dengue. In fact, one the there was a was it like a nine year old girl who died from dengue when I was there. Mm-hmm. So I was freaking out a little bit because you know, and you know, I got the shots and everything before I went. By the way, if you're gonna travel internationally, get your shots. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, get your shots. It's a good. It's pay pay the money. Get the shots. Um, and I was freaking out a little bit because I mean, you can just get it. It's just it's like COVID. You can just get it because you're outside and a and a fly mm-hmm. hits you. So. So yeah, I mean, the Philippines is is known for for some of these like virus you know these it's a virus hotspot it sounds yeah, like yeah these diseases so it's i mean trying to um <laughs> my wife is laughing in the background yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay um, anyways um yeah so it's it's a, it's it's a, it's a disease hotspot and now they have to deal with covid over there yeah um so it's i'm glad that they're trying to eradicate measles like for like the third time <laughs> and i'm glad that they're trying to get rid of the uh you know polio. trying to get polio for the second time so yeah. it's kind of like i'm glad they're like, trying to do things there but well, i think I, I think it's something that you said before is that at least with you know the known viruses like polio and measles there's vaccinate there's vaccines Oh, they're readily like, available. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just this campaign is just kind of pushing, you know, yeah. people so that and there's not going to be an outbreak on top of another outbreak. Yeah. The only problem is is that there's they don't have the vaccine yet for the newest virus. No. I mean, that's concerning. Yeah. You they have to put a little catch up in terms of like, you know, the rest of the rest of the world, I guess. I mean, or most, you know, at least the United States and Europe, but right, and know. and this um, and health officials here in the U- U.S. is kind of using that you know the mass immunization campaign in the Philippines kind of as an example of what we could do here. Mm-hmm. The only issue is is that at least with here though, mm, well. I don't know if I should say it. But anyway. It's a bit, um, it's a bit on shaky ground here. <laughs> it is. So, it is. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Uh, it, it, this Everything dealing with the coronavirus is, is just like up in the air. Yeah. So, that's what's going on in the Philippines when it comes to vaccines and the coronavirus. Um, they're... There are some, uh, they've been, some of the areas in the Philippines, like the hotspots, have been like going under general community quarantine to enhanced community quarantine, back to general community quarantine to, hey, it's okay to go to the provinces now. So it's, they're doing it sort of like differently as we are doing here in the United States, where, you know, the states are 
some states are locking down or they're thinking about locking down to hey you know live free or die hard kind of kind of uh attitude with several of the states here does it seem like as if the philippines control of the virus regarding of restrictions and everything are more done on like a federal level whereas here it's kind of dependent on states and local the philip the philippines can do it on a federal level but mostly them the they're doing it in a very like controlled manner where they're doing it like from province to province Okay. Or city to city. Like Cebu and I mean Cebu and Manila and Davao, they were under like enhanced community quarantine for the for a while, especially the beginning of the coronavirus, you know, mm-hmm. over there. But the the here's the here's the interesting part. They were doing this. You know, sort of like how the Phil, how the United States was doing it. Where okay. You know, some states locked down. Some states were, you know, like, you know, you know, nothing to see here kind of thing. And, you know, we're not going to lock down for whatever reason. Or they were, you know, or somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know, it was sort of like that. Given that, like, Japan and Korea and, you know, in Hong Kong and Taiwan or some of those other countries... It was like, especially like South Korea and Japan, we're locking down the entire country, okay, yeah. right? And we're gonna test everybody. It's gonna be rapid testing. That's what their attitude was. The Philippines was sort of taking the more of an attitude of the United States, where, yeah, where they were sort of like doing it like province by province or city by city. Here's the interesting part: the Philippines had one of the worst cases of Corona over the time span thus far than Hmm. the other countries. They were, it was really going bad for them in, you know, especially sometimes, especially like in August and September where they actually had the highest rate of coronavirus cases than any other country in Southeast Asia and East Asia. Jeez. So it, you know, I kept, I kept telling, it was really interesting to see because it was sort of like a parallel look at the United States and how the United States were doing it and how the Philippines were doing it, and it was almost, it was almost parallel to each other. Okay. And I don't know how well it is now. I haven't seen the latest numbers in the Philippines. I can't imagine they're better, but. I don't think so. Yeah. So, I mean, they, that's, yeah, that's, I mean, that's what it was. And I mean, it's the consequences are, you know, I mean, well, we're going to go back to enhanced community quarantines and this, that, and everybody's like mad at the government. And it's, I mean, it's, I mean, to me, it's like the Filipino, the Filipino attitude of like, you know, like, like, you know, like, you know, either, you know, like we're trying to make, we're trying to survive in the Philippines and, but in the same time they want to, you know, like they, you know, their lives over there. If anybody, you know, if you go to the Philippines, it's a night and day difference in terms of like what it is here in the United States. Right. Mm -hmm. 
and people there are trying to survive as much as here and when when the entire when entire like city locks down everybody's staying home and the only thing that they can give you is a bag of food mm-hmm. you know <laughs> instead of what, what did we get here twelve hundred dollar checks yeah you know what i mean it's it's a nine day difference and i don't blame them for you know it for you know holding the government's feet to the fire or trying to figure out a way to like you know like trying to make a living in the circumstances that they are in and sometimes yeah. they have to brush in the edge of you know of, of what is supposed to happen right. so yeah so anyway before we get into politics in that in that arena I hope that the Philippines, you know, they can survive this. The people of the Philippines survive it, um, despite that there's some, you know, there's some uh, things that are going on that's preventing them from getting the vaccine until June, apparently. So, you know, I yeah. hope they, I hope things go better, definitely, especially, you know, I hope things that either like countries will help them out or they can find a way to get vaccines sooner. Yeah. So yeah, that's what it is. So that's what's going on in the Philippines. And yes, I share the sentiment as Edwin that someday it'll get better. (laughs) Pause. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. like, Someday. <laughs> Someday. Anyways, we are rec- we are recording this the week before Christmas. And we did want to do some kind of a Christmas thing. Because, as everybody knows, the Philippines are most... The Philippine people are mostly made up of Catholics. And, yep. and Christmas is the biggest time of year there. Right? Oh, and yeah. I also think that as... As the Filipino culture, Christmas is the like it's main the event. holiday. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it lasts for weeks. I honestly think, <laughs> at least it did in my it, in my family. Um, we always went to church, and we always planned out a feast of. I believe we did ham as like the Christmas ham. food. Oh wait, was it ham? Um, I think it varies. Every I think every family, and this is not restricted to Filipino families, that they each have their own <laughs> Christmas food, and it really varies on family. Yeah, I think the only we had ham once in my family when I was growing up, like maybe once or twice. Okay, but ham wasn't the thing. Oh, in my okay. Family. It was it was mine. It was both a Christmas and a New Year's thing uh, for my family. Okay. Um. For my husband's, who is my husband is Caucasian, and his Chris, Christmas food is always a seafood. So it's like shrimp or lobster tail, or this Dang. year it's scallop, and with, and steak. Dang! <laughs> <laughs> what? The? That's a that's a feast. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> With your wait, sorry, sorry. What was yours? Mine. It's yeah. a typical Christmas feast. And here's the thing: my dad's birthday, right, landed on Christmas. Oh. Yeah. So here's the thing: 
<laughs> Christmas was always at my house growing okay. up. So the extended family packed into a Rambler house. Okay. Not too different from the house that I have right now. Okay. Um, and we're talking about 30 to 40 people in the house. Okay. <laughs> so All the rooms. Every are room full. was every room was used, right? Okay. The bedrooms were used, the basement was used, you know, everything was used. People were like piled up in the kitchen as well as the dining room as well as the living room family room. So the the feast was huge. And we're talking about I mean, it gave it really get it really gave the best Chinese buffet run for their money. Like there was a lot of food. And it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't so much as like some some person if someone if we had ham, it usually was someone who brought it in. Oh, okay. Right. And it's not like I was, you know, it's not like I made this, you know, before I came here. No, they went to Honey Baked Ham and brought it over the, brought it over the house. <laughs> That's basically what it was. But the main event in on the table were the fish. It was seafood oh, yeah. fish. It was Isda, <laughs> you know, and there were, you know, there were huge. There was like. Um, you know, um, what do you call that thing? Uh, there was there was milkfish on there on the table. There was also that's always so good. Yeah, they it was also um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, it was like uh, what fish is that? It's like red red herring. No. Anyways, it was a big fish. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and I think the, I think Grouper made it on the on that list too somewhere. Mm, okay. And a ton of rice, punsi, of course, egg rolls, um, some kind of like that you know like escabeche thing, and a uh, um, that thing that you likes is always, always makes an appearance. Uh, the one with Albert? the no the peanut butter and the kare oh, kare uh, always made something there yeah Paul book sometimes made on there it was it was it makes thanksgiving look like a lunch <laughs> <laughs> you know look like a normal lunch it's i love it when that happens yeah and it always happens on christmas and it happens in it it happens on two times of the year in my family it happened on christmas and it happened on 4th of July. Hmm. So, and so, and it's it's just these big things. And I mean, anybody who's lived in the Filipino family before, you know, every weekend's almost like Thanksgiving. I mean, <laughs> you know, like no there's one, always food. No one, no one goes hungry. Nobody goes hungry. No. No. I didn't go hungry. And... None of my family ever went. And there's always food on the table because you never knew when the relatives would show up. And when the relatives show up, first things first, where's the rice? This looks good on the table. And they're eating. <laughs> so it's that's how it was in my family. It was a it was a it was a it was the Philippine dynamic brought overseas to Minnesota. <laughs> and 
yeah so christmas for for me was huge like and we still brought the thing is you know my parents you know a lot of my relatives way back in the day when i was a kid they passed away my parents have passed away and it was we try to still bring that that family dynamic is preserved as much as we can so we still play some of the games that we used to play and way back in the day we still gather at someone's house we still make a ton of food and you know and we have a good time for you know the whole the whole day and we still try to make that sort of like breathe a bit more in terms of like you know life over the years so this is the first christmas we're not doing it which is a little yeah, sad this year <laughs> This year's Christmas was is going to be different for everybody, really. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, but regardless, um, if you have relatives overseas, just make sure that you... Yeah, you give know, them a call. Um, at least. Yeah. Give them a call. Pascon Filipino. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, well, this is the first... This is the first Christmas that I'm not... I'm more busier at work than I am like doing Christmassy type things. Because when I was a kid, caroling with a Cisa Fay, going around houses, and that was like the weekend thing. And then like the run up to Christmas, we're still shopping. You know, my mom my mom and dad made an appearance at Ridgedale Mall. <laughs> oh. Which they never did. But they made an appearance there and Aww. Yeah, so I mean, this is, I mean, yeah, this, I mean, Corona is, you know, is even this this Christmas and, you know, it's, it's been a mood killer. It is. It's well, definitely because <laughs> I think, I think you're one, you're one of two people um, regarding of this uh, Christmas and during Corona, you either started your Christmas decorating very early, you put up your Christmas tree, you put up your lights, you put up your wreaths, all of it, way before Thanksgiving, because you're trying to, you know, feel something. Yeah. <laughs> feel some happy. Yeah. During this difficult time, and that's totally fine. Or you could be the other one, like me. Um, <laughs> we just put up the Christmas tree. We normally do it right after Thanksgiving. We we're, we're taking our time. The only the only uh, decorations that we have outside are just two wreaths in our entrance 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 doors um you're we, better than we, we are <laughs> we still need to decorate the tree you know put up lights uh put up um put up the ornaments i even bought lights led lights to like outline the walls to add up a little more cheer and they're still on their boxes that might be a new year's thing now <laughs> oh you're better than you're better than you're you're better than I am right now. Where well, we are tree. where the only thing we have is a wreath outside. We have no tree to speak no. of. Oh. We haven't <laughs> even we haven't even like took out like you know the you know the the customary boxes of Christmas decorations and lights. We haven't and my neighbors Right in my neighborhood, is you know especially my next door neighbor, were hanging up their Christmas lights like 
in November, early November. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting He's there. The first type. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sitting there going like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Cyber Thanksgiving yet? It's we barely got done with with Halloween. You know, it's like that. I like yeah. I like <laughs> I like how the unwritten rule of certain families, probably ours, is that whole you don't put up anything Christmassy until after Thanksgiving. It's just an assumed rule. <laughs> well, here's the thing, right? Philippines. I don't know if anybody's ever spent like you know like a year in the philippines because it doesn't happen putting up lights and talking about christmas happens in the words of my dad starts in the burr months and as soon as september happens that's when christmas happens (laughs) right the burr months september october november december Yes. That's Christmas in the Philippines. In fact, when I went back there, I went back there early October of 2018, and I went to a mall, and Christmas was up, <laughs> right? And I asked my cousins, like, like it's not even November yet, and you're like talking about Christmas, right? And she, she right away, without missing a beat, told me September, like Christmas hap- begins in September. These were up in September 1st. So before we even celebrated, you know, before Minnesota um, State Fair even ended, they were already <laughs> celebrating Christmas in yep. the Philippines. Okay? <laughs> and I was like, holy crap, that's early. That's way too early. Like that's imagine okay, imagine listening to Christmas songs All in, in the beginning of September. Right? That would not fly here. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it would fly. Like I get I mean, Christmas songs at at my work, um you know, I I work as a I work as an IT administrator for for a gro- like a local grocery chain. And guess who gets to program the music? Um, you know, and I get lambasted so much so that if I started Christmas music before <laughs> Thanksgiving, I get a call right away. <laughs> okay. So they're already starting Christmas music in September in the Philippines. I told my colleagues. Don't tell me I can't play Christmas songs before Thanksgiving. We're already playing Christmas songs already in the <laughs> Philippines, okay? You know, be glad you're not there <laughs> right now because you'd be fact, pulling your hair out by now. In fact, okay, so I, one of the memories that I had of Christmas, because I think my, my, my Christmas experience in the Philippines happened when I was uh, 12 or 13. And I remember... They had those um, paper crafts, like the paper stars the s- or whatever. Yeah, the Christmas stars. I know there's a word for it, and the word escapes me, so I'm sorry. Yeah. But they place it everywhere, in the malls, outside, on in the streets. It's everywhere. And, and I don't know. I, I I think it's beautiful. They're great. I, I had one when I was growing up. And we had ours hanging outside in 
outside with lights on. And yeah, you see them everywhere in the Philippines. You saw them in the malls. You saw them in the, in the streets. I think every single house had them. Oh, yeah. one, you know. And yeah, I don't, you know, here's the thing. I don't know where to get one here. Like, I have uh, to make one. My best bet is that you need to make one. <laughs> I'm not that good not. with paper crafts. Oh. <laughs> it might be, I might end up having to like 3D print it or something. <laughs> I'm going to have, um, I haven't experimented with any paper crafts, so I'm willing to try it. Maybe next year. <laughs> okay, so I just, parole, perils. Parole, yeah. Parole. Parole? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's spelled the same way, I think, but. It might, it might be, you know, put a Filipino accent on it. Parul. Oh, they put a little thing on here. Parul. Filipino ornamental lantern displayed during the Christmas season. Constructed using bamboo and Japanese paper. I'm in trouble. <laughs> and are illuminated with candles. And oil lamps? How did they not burn these? Um, I would assume I that... They burn these. I wonder if you could just substitute those for, like, LED lights. Oh yeah, that's what my parents did. We we stuffed like you know those small bread. little you remember those small little like incandescent uh, Christmas bulbs that always burnt out. No, oh yeah. <laughs> you know, and the ones like you know, like if it burns out, the whole thing burns out, and you're sitting there like, trying to figure it's out. It's better than setting your house on fire. <laughs> yeah, but that got hot. Those get hot. Oh yeah. And I remember my dad stuffing those into a star. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> You know, it's like, oh, it's good. See, that's all lit, lit up. And I'm like, you know, I never thought much of it. But come to think of it now, since I'm older, it's like, that was a little dangerous. Well, <laughs> we can go on. A, we can create a little segment on how on how some pieces of Filipino culture can be dangerous. I mean, do I really need to remind you of the candle dance? <laughs> Yes, I remember the candle dance. Oh, that that will be that that we will reserve it for a different uh, segment of our podcast. How did we not burn down stages with a candle dance? (laughs) We like living dangerously. Um, But um, I honestly, okay, so I went there for for Christmas, and I was able to stay through um, uh, New Year's. Mm -hmm. And I'm just curious, how long do those decorations stay up? They stay up. They just stay up. They stay up until probably, I want to say after New Year's, they start coming down. I mean, okay. I mean, again, it's Christmas, the, December 25th is still a burr month. Yeah. Until January. <laughs> this is how I remember it. It's until January. January is no longer a burr month. So. Yep. It's okay to put them back down. So that's, yeah, that's Christmas <laughs> in the Philippines. Um, you want to, you know, you want to say something dangerous in the Philippines. Mm. I don't know if they had this when you were there, but my dad used to talk about bamboo cannons. That I'm not familiar with. Okay, so in the Philippines, when, at least when my dad was growing up, they had bamboo cannons during Christmas. Okay. And kids would make these. They would just make cannons kids would make cannons who you know we, we talk about you know oh. safety here mm. oh okay now this now this jogs a memory 
New Year's. Yeah. And um, they would Yeah. Yeah, they um, would make cans out of bamboos and they would, you know, and then they would they would they would inject uh they would put in kerosene in one end. Right? <laughs> they would put kerosene in one end and there would be a little hole on the top. And either kerosene or propane depending on what fuel you had, you know. Yeah. Whatever, right? right? Still fuel. And they would sit there and they would blow a candle on the top until it until it would pop on the <laughs> other end, right? And yeah, people got burnt, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, actually, well, this I was gonna say during New Year's. Well, at least in Manila, I don't know how it is in the provinces. In Manila, every kid had a firework in their hand. Oh, yeah. No parental guidance oh, whatsoever. Yeah. And there were, it was to the point where I was able to like remember certain like commercials that were saying, well, make sure that you practice safety uh, with the fireworks. <laughs> and they would show kids miss like missing hands, hands and limbs and stuff and fingers. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, wow, us Americans are very safe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember I, they used to not, they used to make their own fireworks in the Philippines where my parents, when my parents were growing up because they couldn't afford, they, they couldn't afford fires. They used to take like paper mache and put a little gunpowder in there. Yeah. And, and don't <laughs> even bother with space. Yeah. Every neighbor was out lighting up their fireworks and if if they were projectiles mm, good luck yeah because <laughs> i remember it's... playing i think it was boggle or some card game outside that it was so noisy but the windows in manila don't have glass so even if you were to play inside still here oh yeah all fireworks going on outside yeah. so we just chilled outside whatever at least we got the breeze outside <laughs> oh. oh yeah oh yeah and then then all of a sudden just some random firework just exploded yeah. next to our table i was like okay yeah i remember when i was there um i was the, i was there for uh for the village festival uh mm. the, the town festival where my parents were at oh yeah you can hear you can hear the the fireworks, the firecrackers going off, and they did not sound anything like firecrackers going off here in the United States. Yeah. Oh. It sounded like it sounded like like a bomb <laughs> going off because they were loud. And I remember this kid was like holding a firecracker, right, like a small one, and he stopped it with his foot. <laughs> And, and he stopped it with his foot and you know, like with like chinelas with like with like slippers chinelas. like yeah yes. like sandals right stopped it with his foot and I saw flames like coming off in either side and, and I'm just like you should, should dude, you could have you could have lost your foot there dude yeah but he was like laughing ha ha and then he, could, he went to go get another one I think we're 
I think we're a little bit spoiled here. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh. Um, I think another thing, I think before we move, I think another thing that reminds me of New Year's is the smell. Of yes. The whole entire air just reeking of smoke. Oh yeah. From the fireworks. And it can get it can get too much. Um it gets a little headachey after a while. Well, that's another I remember when I went there uh, my second time and we were traveling via Cheatney from my uh, uncle's house in Manila to SM SM Mall. We were taking the jeepney, and we learned that I'm just not accustomed to the fumes, or just to the <laughs> atmosphere in general, because I was suffering from headaches. Oh yeah. Through like for a couple days before I was like, I was I was fine the rest of the trip, but it's more like a whole that was weird. Yep. It's and. Yep. So, and then also, uh, when when New Year's came, um, I don't know. It just when I came back from the Philippines after that trip, I could still smell the fireworks, that smoke, and every time you know a hint of exhaust from like a truck or a bus, oh gosh, I'm like, you can never remember. <sighs> you cannot forget it. No. You can, in fact, I'll. I'll when I was working this morning and um, I was working this morning I had to go to one of the stores and I was trying to find someone I was in one of the aisles this is before the store opened you remember this do you, do you remember the smells that came out of like like the small like convenience stores like on like a stall along the road or no like the like you went into like a like a 7-Eleven or something like that, or even like not even that nice. Like one of the more like, like uh, local convenience stores. Not like a sorry, sorry, sorry store, but is it kind of like similar to like an Asian food market store here? Yeah, like that. Okay. And then the there was this every time I go into I forgot what store that was called, but it was it's like a it's like a. 7-Eleven or a Super America or a uh, or a holiday here, right? And okay. I went inside the store because I was looking for, you know, looking for, you know, okay, I needed some highball because I was trying to wake up. I'm not highball, <laughs> but a, a Red Bull. <laughs> and someone told me it's like, oh yeah, they sell it over there. It's America. It's expensive. And I was sitting there like, I don't care, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And, um, and I remember this, I remember like the smell, like of the air conditioner because and the, mm -hmm. and the mustiness of the air conditioner, cause nobody cleaned the, the filters yet, yeah. you know, and it, it smelled like a musty, like, like, um, cool, arid smell. Yeah. Yeah. I and, get it. Yeah. Yeah. And I went down the aisle and I, and I smelled it in one of the aisles. I was like, oh my gosh, it smells like the Philippines. <laughs> you know, like it, you remember and it's like, do you smell like this musty smell? And someone was like, oh yeah. You know, I think the air, I think the, there's like the, the heater just turned on and like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, it, it smells like a. It smells like a like a convenience store in the Philippines. 
that's a that's a very good way to lead into a new credit or uh, uh, small talk. It smells like the Philippines. <laughs> it smells like the Philippines. Yeah, <laughs> like it, I was. I remember like if everybody wants to know what Manila smells like, like just stand behind a bus. Yep. And <laughs> yeah, stand behind a bus, like an old bus, not the new buses, but an old bus. I don't think the new buses <laughs> smell because they don't really of... smell. Yeah, you got you got to you got to go to the ones that are they're like spewing out black smoke. Okay, that's the one well, you have to go to. <laughs> please don't just come up to the exhaust and just inhale it. Yeah, just don't inhale it. Just just take a little like like arid whiff of it as a sample, but don't go, you know, don't kill yourself. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, it's still, it's the little stuff that kind of jogs your memory. Of like a ah uh, yeah, oh, that yeah. reminds me of the. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah. So that's I mean that's Philippine. That's I mean that's a Filipino Christmas. I mean I grew up in a very big family here in the in the United States where the extended family came and you know we had a buffet and food everywhere. I think. So. <laughs> um, I think for me it was. The presents. <laughs> oh, the presents. Phil- Filipinos know how to gift. Oh yeah. Let's just say. I still have a picture somewhere where nothing, like it barely fit under under the tree. So mm-hmm. it was like under the piano and <laughs> against the wall, and there were still more presents in another room. And oh. <laughs> you know because. You know, the extended family came, and that's where they would unwrap presents for everybody was at my house. Yeah. Which was, to the detriment of my mom, where are we going to put all this trash? You know? (laughs) (laughs) So we were throwing trash for, like, the next three weeks. It's interesting (laughs) on how the difference of Christmas presents vary from child to adult. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's... It was it was it was a very fun time, and my mom was obsessed about decorating the house. I don't know if your mom was. Uh not so much. She she was she just wanted to make sure that um, no one told me who Santa really was. <laughs> <laughs> She's more. She was more. Um, don't tell don't tell my mom this. Okay. Oh. We're gonna get her this. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think my mom had like a thing about decorating the house because they she, she would she would make my dad and she would drag me along and go take a look at other houses with big lights because she was trying to get <laughs> ideas. She was trying to get ideas of of what to do with our house. She trying to keep up with the Joneses. She was when it came to to lights. And I remember <laughs> I just remember that there was one time um like the electricity of the breaker couldn't handle how many lights we had so we had to like like plug it in in the back too and then we had to plug it in the front and figure out you know all this stuff because we had like statues in front of our house like those plastic like like nativity statues Oh, those, yeah. Yeah, we had those in front of the house. We had, like, an entire set of, like, Santa Claus and, and reindeers. It was starting to look like the Griswolds. And 
<laughs> yeah, like we had like candy canes and you know, like up to our walk and and lights everywhere. And it wasn't just the front of our house; it was the back of our house where nobody really could see except for our back neighbors. Mm. And 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 the garage and you know it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger over time and my my mom would make it a point to go tour the other house of the lights and next <clears> thing <throat> you know it she was at Menards or you know or or what was the others like Target and yeah. buying more lights yep and when i went back there when I went back there um, um, in the Philippines, guess where all that stuff went to? I found them in the Philippines. The nativity <laughs> statue. They boxed it up, crated it up, and brought them to the Philippines when they retired. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is where it all, all went. And there was like the old lights, like the old like incandescent light bulbs. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And I was why the my relatives told me oh yeah they put up lights and you know they had they had all the lights in their house they were like the brightest house in the entire neighborhood for like because they would put it up in the philippines so it never stay it never it never went away i kind of feel bad because i have no lights in front in my house at all <laughs> what do you look uh for to during christmas um, I look forward to the family, you know, the family getting together and doing those things again, okay. like the like the games we used to play. We'd make up new games. Okay. Um, there was one year we made. Well, there's one time we did. We we resurrected Pinda. What was that? Pinda candy cane on Santa or something. <laughs> Instead of pin the tail on the donkey. <laughs> yeah, it was like pin the pin the candy cane on Santa, and what you had to do was like get blindfolded, and you, you know like it was a pin the tail on the donkey type game. Except for there were circles with like dollars, like money and stuff. <laughs> you know, money money flowed in my in my during Christmas because there was games that involved money. Yep. yep. <laughs> so. Yep. Yeah. And so I, I think I don't know. Um, my, uh, some, some members of my family are superstitious and there are some certain things that you need to, need to do. So just so that, you know, you maintain good luck or you keep bad luck at bay. Um, Which like for instance, you're gonna, if you're gonna gift a purse, make sure that there's money in it. Yes. So that, yep. so that you, uh, wish them good fortune. Yep. Um, the same thing with uh, New Year's. You dress up all in red. All the lights are on in the house. Your pockets are full of money. Again, for good fortune. Yep. And um, when midnight strikes, you make a lot of noise. Usually, usually I we scream and bang pots and pans together yep. to greet the New Year. Um, and then I think it was on New Year's Day... Um, we usually have a dish, usually uh, that's uh, something with noodles, long noodles. Yeah, bunsit. Spaghetti or bunsit or yeah, whatever. Yeah, long life and is basically what. Yeah, long life. Yep. And it's just the little things that I'm like. So what are you? So why? Why are you doing them? Like I don't know. <laughs> it's just that's just it's how. Just, how the, I just did the way it. you do. 
right? Yeah, definitely. We did the we did the money in the purse. We we're gonna bring the purse. We did the. I'm not. I'm not exactly a millionaire, but at the same time, I'm not broke. Yeah. <laughs> so a it's, bit truth to it. Yeah, it's the we did all that too. Like, you know, we did the we did the we had to stay up at night and. My, I remember my mom like passing around coins to everybody. To put oh this yeah, in your my mom was like, "Put this have, in your pocket." Do you, do you have change? Yeah. Uh, you have to have change. Yeah, she has. You have to do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. So that was a thing for you too. That's that's really interesting because that I thought that was just my family. <laughs> Oh no! It's every, <laughs> it's every Fil- I think it's a Filipino thing. It, I think too. it is too. I I think it is too. Um, yeah, uh, that's, what was the other thing that, um, yeah, the Christmas thing, the presents, all of that, you know, we used to do a ton of games. We used to do, it was, it was just a fun time during Christmas. I mean, my dad, my dad used to blast like, like, like death metal Christmas music. Oh, my and, parents, no, no, no metal. <laughs> <laughs> no, like my my dad had like when I was growing up, my dad had a stereo with like fifteen inch speakers. And oh yeah, that too. Yep. Yeah, and <laughs> and he would put in like like Christmas songs, like right even like on on Thanksgiving, he would start playing Christmas songs, you know, and he would just blast it, like that. Like you could go outside to the garage and you can hear it. That was that was <laughs> our own surround sound yeah. back then. You just blasted. it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that was it. I mean, I just I just remember those. We I still have tapes of me growing up with you know Christmas and stuff like that. And there was one tape where we you know that uh, you know it proves that my mom was keeping up with the Joneses with the lights because. Because it was a tour of 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 people with with big lights, and <laughs> funny how yeah. we all have our Christmas quirks. Oh yeah, so... my favorite. I think my 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 thing about Christmas is the gifts, and the it gift. might be. I think it's common on when you're the youngest of the family. You tend to. Focus more on the gifts, whether if it's giving or receiving. Yeah. I personally, I get more joy out of give, the giving part because there are some people that are very hard to gift. Oh yeah. But I, I pride myself with the creativity. Oh yeah. I try to be creative, make sure that the gift you know suits the personality of the receiver and yeah. everything. No, try not, try to avoid you know the boring gift cards and socks. Well, oh, I never grew up. We never we never knew what gift cards. I don't think gift cards were a thing when I was growing up. Like they weren't they weren't a, like in existence. Um, I had, honestly, yeah, I think I think for me it was always in the form of cash or a yeah, check. It was a cash or a check, which was fine. I I take the money. I wish <laughs> I wish they would go back to that. Yeah, I I take it. If someone if someone gives me cash, I will gladly accept. <laughs> that's that's it, it. Because it is just rude. Turn a gift down. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna yeah, I'm not gonna turn. Yeah, you know, turn down money. Definitely not. Um, 
yeah that was that's that's just interesting to me i mean yeah i mean it's not the same this year you know as we said before it's just not the same this year you know hopefully i was talking to my brother this morning and and um he was wondering what i was doing for christmas and he was he was telling me what he was gonna do and it was just like man this this is this isn't good <laughs> this is uh this isn't the same <laughs> It's definitely different, and yeah. people I know are just struggling with just the feeling of, you know, the joyful spirit of Christmas. Yeah. So, did you uh, ever have to do the vigils for for Christmas? Are you like, asking me or? Yeah, like, like December twenty fourth, you had to go to church at like, like eight o'clock at night. Did you ever do that? Um. Yeah, I did when I was young. <laughs> There was, we all, I was the type of, I was the type of, uh, I was in the type of family that would always go to the five o'clock Saturday mass uh -huh. so that we could spin. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I think we usually go to Christmas Eve service or Christmas Day. I don't yeah. think we did both. Oh, yeah. We, there is this, uh, there was this uh, mass that happened on... When is that? It happens during Christmas. And I want to say it's like the 21st. It's, it's somewhere around there. But the mass is at 6 o'clock in the morning. Oh, no. No, that won't And fly. it only <laughs> happened... And here's the thing. It only happened at one church. Oh. And the church was on the clear on the other side of town. Okay, so... We lived on the west end of the Twin Cities. This church was on the east end. We're talking about like, like a, like a stone's throw away from Wisconsin. Ooh, wow! That, yeah, that much. Okay. Yeah, and six o'clock in the morning, right? So we'd get up, haul our butts over to over to clear across town, right? So we're we're getting up at like. 4:30 in the morning to go yep. to church at six o'clock in the in, in the morning <laughs> you know the only saving grace of that is is that after the mass there was food because it's a filipino mass you gotta have food of course yeah so there was breakfast that was the saving grace of it and i just that the masses you know catholic masses there was a lot of them growing up during christmas and one of them was like the the Christmas vigil in the eve, right? Yeah. Two hour mass. Oh yeah. And I was just like, I just remember, like you know, I grew up Catholic, and you know, yeah, an athlete, any Catholic kid will tell you who's grew who grew up in, in in as a Catholic, two hours is a long time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Even sometimes, even an hour is a long time. Like, parents would skip out after communion. <laughs> so, like, okay, that's enough. That's they good. Count. Yeah. So two hours, and you're hearing like the entire nativity thing happen, like in two different books. It's a long time, and you're yawning because you want to go to bed <laughs> at that point. Or else you could be like me that that kind of uses church time as a pra way to practice you just falling asleep with your eyes open <laughs> because i i was there physically but mentally i wasn't oh and 
I don't remember what happened <laughs> during the service. But like we, we sang, we stood, we sat down, and I don't know what else happened. <laughs> stood up, sat down, stood up, sat down, kneeled a couple times, stood up, shaked everybody's hands at one point. Probably some grand <laughs> grandfather was snoring in the in the corner. <laughs> oh, I think my dad was at one point. <laughs> I remember my mom getting mad at my dad for snoring. <laughs> it's just was like, it I was praying, you know. <laughs> he was at church. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we've rambled on a little bit long enough, but I just, you know, I just want to so you know say, you know, happy holidays to everybody um who's listening to this. It is our first one, so I don't know how many people are gonna listen. Um this okay. is Hello Hello Hangouts. Hopefully we'll we're gonna try to make this into a uh, every other week thing, just like our other podcast, uh, Dungeons, Dinings, and Dorks. And mm-hmm. this is uh, our, I guess this is, you can call this a pilot. And um, hopefully we'll try to make it better, try to make it a little bit more more um, planned out. <laughs> and more organized, maybe? And more organized. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just want to We've been trying to get this thing off the ground for for a while now, and we had a couple of snags over, um, in the past several months with naming and all that stuff. But we're gonna stick to this name. We have reserved it. Yes. Um. So we're gonna. So it's ours. We have the uh, we have the URLs for it. <laughs> for those that are listening that want to share their input, their opinions suggestions and everything we do have an email account yes we do so it's hello hello hangout all lowercase no spaces yep. no uh hyphens or whatever hello hello hangouts at gmail.com feel free to drop in a line say hi and uh yep let us know if you what you want to hear from us and if you are interested in um you know more about the Filipino cultures. I do. I do encourage you to check out the nonprofits out there for the Filipino. There's, there's the CSFA that we talked about before, and there's also the Phil, uh, the Phil Minnesota Association, the Philippine Center, um, and then wherever you're listening to. I mean, check out. There's bound to be like a like a Philippine society somewhere. There's there is one like in every major city in the United States, and I think a couple of them exist in Europe. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think they're slowly uh, growing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's there's a Philippine Nurses Association for Pete's sake, right? Go figure. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, just check it out. Um, We'll uh, we'll tell you, especially here in Minnesota, what's happening with uh, with the Philippines community here in Minnesota. We'll also try to. uh, inform what's going on on the other side of the uh, big pond in the philippines um we have family there still we have uh um a lot of things are going on over there especially with covid and um with other things that are starting that have made nat international news that all that comes all the way here in the united states and what's happening there with with the president of the philippines and the government over there and what's happening with uh um with you know other you know other spots there in the philippines so 
hopefully, uh, you know, you'll learn something. I'm sure we're going to learn something too with this podcast. Um, this is a, it's going to be a bi-weekly podcast and, uh, hopefully we can, uh, get some listeners out there. Um, we're going to also going to talk about the food, you know, we're definitely going to do something with, uh, with a poise, tell you what that's all about Manila grill. And there's other places that, um, we found out, you know, here in the twin cities that we didn't know that there were Filipino restaurants that are starting to pop up. And, uh, there's also a, there's delis or Filipino delis are there too. So. Yep. And also don't forget, I'm also on the, on the quest to find the hollow hollow that I actually like. Yes. We'll figure that out too. Um, we will also, uh, uh, try to find, uh, see if we can get some guests over here, um, uh, like from the different societies, from the, uh, Philippine student associations. I think I still have contacts with those guys. <laughs> um, so we'll, uh, we'll see what happens with this podcast. Um, we always wanted to do something that was near and dear to Pam and I with our culture and hopefully this will take out. Pam, awesome. do you have anything else to say? Well, and also, we, uh, we will also cover uh, both, you know, both serious and silly topics. Yes. Topics like we will we will talk about what it's like um, growing up in a Filipino household in the USA yep. and how it affects our identity and yeah. what how this affects current events as well. And, and then also on the other side of the spectrum, we will talk about... Uh, general entertainment what's going on with the music uh movies what's on streaming services that you know you that might oh yeah addressed um you could also follow me on um i'm trying to learn tagalog so um (laughs) oh we forgot to talk about that we'll talk about that next time it's okay it's okay um that gives gives me enough time to do a little bit of a refresher (laughs) (laughs) Um, you did graduate. Yeah, so, I know you did graduate, so. I, well, <laughs> that was a few weeks ago. That was a few weeks ago. <laughs> Ask me what, what I remembered. Uh, we'll get back to that later. <laughs> so, yeah. Nice. All right. Well, this was Hollow uh, Hollow Hangouts, episode one uh on this december day uh before christmas and uh you can check me out at tc's edwin on the twitter i also yeah. do some uh, diy stuff uh, at diy edwin on on instagram yep and i i also have a twitter account at panda cat dragon one and you could also check out uh the instagram the Instagram account for our other podcast, Dungeons, Dynasty, and yep. Dorks, on Instagram under uh, name Panda Cat Dragon. All right. And you also can email us at hollowhollowhangouts at gmail.com. Yep, All one we, word. And then we might we might do also, uh, post some stuff for this podcast on our Facebook page. Yes. Uh, legend creators legend creators that's our studio name legend creator studios legend creators and we do have a facebook page on legend creators so all right so there you go um till next time this is edwin and pam and we will see you next one two weeks after christmas yes. bye happy holidays yes